Making change happen, reignite your career after 60. Are you wondering how to make change happen, regain control of your life and reignite your career after 60? For many women entrepreneurs, executives and professionals, reigniting their career can be especially fulfilling. For many women, a new career is on the horizon. So today I'm speaking with Simon Phillips, who is an author, a speaker, a coach and a podcaster on what it takes to make change happen in your personal life, in teams and in organizations. Simon is a career strategist and has helped thousands of people regain control of their lives and reignite their careers. So Simon joins me today on Executive Encore as an international thought leader uh, to share his insights and strategies for making that change happen, especially as we approach the the uh, crossroads of 60 and beyond 60. Hello, Simon. How are you? I'm excellent. How are you, Patricia? Very good. Thank you. And we are in different continents. So this is truly international. So this is going to be mm -hmm. fun because uh, maybe the ideas on the different sides of the Atlantic Ocean can come together and really help uh, one another. So Simon, please share what is behind your passion and your interest in helping people reignite their career. Yeah, thank you, Patricia. I think it's emerged over time. I think it's fair to say so. I've always been interested in change and helping people with change. And earlier on in my career, a lot of that was focused on teams inside organizations and it was focused on organizations themselves you know thinking about culture change for example um, but increasingly the people i was supporting were in um, maybe the second stage of their career or the and sometimes even the third and starting to have um, very drastic changes in the way they thought about their careers and turning to me as somebody who deals in change um, for ideas and insights as to how they might cope with what for them were very significant changes in their lives. And so over time, I've got more and more involved in helping people think about how do they navigate those quite choppy waters of change mm -hmm. when it comes to, um, to careers. Because mm -hmm. sometimes career change is forced upon us you know, maybe mm -hmm. we've been made redundant, maybe, um, or maybe we choose it purposefully. We're moving continents, moving house. Um, you know, maybe where we've met someone and, and our lives go in different directions. And so that there, it always seems to be accompanied by major life change. It's not mm -hmm. as if, you know, a lot of people very rarely sit down and they think quite methodically, right. Okay. There's nothing else going on in my life right now. I think I'll, I'll think I'll change career. It, it mm -hmm. always seems to be accompanied by some other significant life changes as well. So, mm -hmm. um, yeah, I, th I think all of that sort of background in change helps me to help people cope with what is a fairly emotional roller coaster as people start to think about change, mm -hmm. especially in the latter part of their careers. Yeah, I guess some of the uh, changes that happen personally at that time is if uh, someone has uh, gone through the, the course of having a career, building a career, having a family um, and uh, being in a partnership with someone or not being in a partnership with someone. But at one point, uh, their family dynamics change, whether it's through 
you know, children going off, or even for many of us, our parents, seeing our parents um, become older. And uh, so there's a lot of um, pressure on us to look after the younger um, uh, generation and the older generation. So that can be a big change, especially for those of us who are, like you said, approaching after the second wave and into the third wave, right? <laughs> yeah, absolutely. So can you say more about what you think are some of the biggest challenges uh, for particularly women in that stage? What have you found? So the one that um, people talk about almost first is a sense of ageism, feeling like um, they are perceived as being too old um, for certain roles or maybe not interested in certain roles. Maybe there's a sense that, you know, well, this is a role for someone who's really interested in, think of, you know, put in brackets, anything that we know the, the absolutely the younger generations are interested in. And so there is, there's a bit of, you know, push back against individuals, but equally a sort of a, I'm sure you're not gonna be interested in this. Um, attitude around them. So those, those are some of the things that people complain about, first of all. The second challenge I see people having is a complete lack of self-confidence. Um, yeah. For many of the reasons that you said, maybe they've been out of the workforce a while, maybe they've always done one type of role, and now they're not confident that they can switch at this point in their lives. Um, or maybe it's just a case of the thing they've always wanted to do now almost seems to be a little bit out of their reach. And so, and that's usually matched with a sense of not necessarily feeling like they've got the energy to go chasing things in the same way that maybe they, they would have earlier in their career. So those are the, the sorts of things that I see. Another one that I see though, and, it, and it's related more to some of the opportunities that are out there is, um, people having a reluctance to invest themselves in new skills. And so, you know, feeling like, well, hold on, I, I'm this experienced person. I've got, you know, so much, a wealth of experience, if you like, in my on my CV, and why should I have to go out and, and learn new things? And so those are the types of challenges that, um, you know, I'm seeing my clients facing at the moment. Mm-hmm. For that last part, is there anything uh, significant that you've seen that helps them to uh, be more excited about maybe growing more skills, especially since technology more or less forces that on us, right, yeah. on many people, young and old? Um, anything that you've seen that sort of makes them shift in their thinking there? I think it's the it's totally in that technology zone, Patricia. It's, it's helping people recognize that a lot of the things that look initially quite daunting, um, actually, as soon as you if, you, if you apply yourself a little bit, you'll find that within no space of time, really, you've got, you've mastered them. And, you know, my, my great example is always the remote control. <laughs> uh, with the remote control for the TV, you know, you, when they first came out, people were completely confused by them. In fact, they, they, I remember the, the old video recorders and, and professors declaring they were too complex. Um, <laughs> and, and, and yet the other thing that, um, that helps people with technology is recognizing 
you don't need to know 100% of how that technology works. You just mm. need to find some simple pathways through, probably invested in about sort of 10 to 15% of that technology to get you through and get started. And, mm -hmm. and that's usually enough to get people hooked and think, okay, this is worth a yeah. little bit of extra time. Yeah. Get excited as well, right? It's something new to learn. And once you you grasp a little bit of it, uh, you want to keep on going to see what else you can uh, exactly. learn from it. Yeah. 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 Um, what uh, do you think is the best time for someone to start exploring a new career, if that's what it's going to be, or even to reignite their career? Because they might keep the same career, but they want to reignite it a little. Yeah. When do you think is that uh, the most appropriate time so that they have a path to for it to be fulfilling after the age of 60? Yeah. And, uh, and so I was doing a talk. Bear with me for a moment because it might sound like I've, I'm ignoring your question. <laughs> I was doing a talk for some youngsters, some people that were literally about to leave school the other day. And I shared with them a statistic that most people in their shoes will have seven careers ahead of them, not jobs, but careers. And I think there's something in that that's like a seed of opportunity for people who are in the latter stages of their careers where they can say, hold on, maybe I've only had one or two. That doesn't mean to say I can't have another one or two ahead of me. And I think there's something in that that can be quite exciting, depending on your personality, I suppose. Mm -hmm. um, but yeah, there are no closed doors, really. And one of the nice things about technology is it doesn't know how old you are. You know, you <laughs> that's a that good point. I've never heard that one before. <laughs> <laughs> you know, you may be struggling with it, but it doesn't mean to say that that's a function of your age. It just might be that that technology takes a little bit more investment of time. Yeah. And um and so I, th I think there is, there's no time like the present. And if you're in a job, that's the best time to look for another job. If you're in a career, that's the best time to think and start imagining a new career. I mean, we both know um, Cheryl Pluff and, you know, and she, she talked to me when, uh, about the fact that she imagined her whole business while she was already, uh, you know, still in a job. Yeah. And there's mm -hmm. something about you know, whenever the muse takes you, start capturing what is it that interests you? What is it that you that you love? Because there, it, within there, there are some seeds of opportunity that you could then go and explore uh, in your own time. Mm -hmm. And also look at the skills that you have developed and how you can transport those Absolutely. into a new career and then sort of fill in any gaps that would be exciting to try and and develop that a little further yeah yeah because most most opportunities are, are, are related more to um generic skills as opposed to very specific ones so oh, if you can okay. see that there are some generic things that you could upgrade you can be doing that wherever you are right now uh -huh, um, uh -huh. you know and so so that it's not always a case of you have to wait until you know mm -hmm. you can invest yourself in new new skills there there are some things that will help you in whichever career you go into you've just made me think about um what i often ask uh, other people about what was the one skill that you learned in you know high school secondary school or whatever that you thought um was just a simple skill but it's become very important throughout your whole life 
Do you have a skill like that? I think I, I was very lucky that I had a, so my history teacher in school would very often, even from, so I had the same history teacher between the age of 11 and 18. And um, even at 11, he would encourage us to read from our books or read our essay or extracts from our essays or talk in front of a group of people. And, and I think that was one that I never had to think about. We just, we'd just done it. So I was always very happy to volunteer to be part of a debate or happy to, you know, get involved in something that meant talking in front of other people. And I think that's the skill that, um, you know, has been an endless source of opportunity for me. That's great. Yeah, I can see that being very valuable throughout your whole lifetime, being very comfortable to be able to speak about any topic that you learn about, right? Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. So, uh, Simon, in addition to your work um, in as a career strategist, uh, what other areas of life provide you with fulfillment? Because we'd love to hear what men like to have fulfilling in their life at those crossroads as well. <laughs> so um, that's interesting. I, I wasn't anticipating talking about something outside of, of, of my work, but um, so I think I think outside of my work, for me, it's always it always comes back to family and friendships. And so there was a I'll give you a good example. During the lockdowns, um, when you know I, I was just desperate to. You know, I was looking around at friends and family and seeing so many of them in isolation. And I was desperate to do something that would bring them together, give them an opportunity to just get out of their own heads for five minutes. And so I started organizing, and I'm sure plenty of the, your listeners have done the same or been involved in the same. I started organizing online quizzes and oh. I did it on Zoom so that and we, we actually brought together families in different parts of the country to be in a team and they'd go off to their own breakout room to be part of the quiz. Oh, great. And and it was it was just that was deeply fulfilling for me because it was, you know, it was doing something that I could do and it was bringing a lot of joy to them. Yeah, that's great. And also making them comfortable on technology as well that a lot of people were forced into during lockdown. That, that's <laughs> great. That must have been great source of satisfaction for you. Yeah. So I have um, this part of my program that's called Executive Encore, that's called Every Moment Matters. Simon, please share a moment and actually you may have just spoken about it, but when you recognized what fulfillment looked like to you. So I would imagine it's relationships. Yeah. Is there another uh, um, experience? And I'd like to ask you to afterwards let us know where our audience can reach you or how they can reach you oh thank you patricia i think the the one i thought through was um i had to, I had to give it quite a bit of thought actually because it was it's not something i sort of stop and contemplate too often so it's really it's a great question and and to me it was when I first started um, my Reignite Your Career program, which as you say, is, is for people who might be in a career, but they're just feeling like they want that to get better as opposed to necessarily switching. Um, but the first time I ever ran the program, we three of the people on the program said at the end of it, I didn't expect to be here. 
by the end of the program. They didn't expect to be making the choices, following the the lines of inquiry, and which was effectively following their heart about where they wanted to go next. Okay. And that to me was incredibly fulfilling because on many levels, they've been quite fearful about the concept of doing something different. And mm-hmm. yet by the end of it, they, you know, each of these three people were, were doing something that was absolutely of their calling, if you like. And it was something they'd oh. always wanted to do. And they'd figured out through the conversations and through the interactions with each other, as well as me, um, what was possible. And and all of a sudden they felt quite liberated, and that that to me was was great. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, so well, how? So yeah, I think that was the one for me. Good. So so that other people can ex- have that same experience as your clients. Can you share with our audience how they can reach you? Yeah, of course. Um, just Simon at thechangeman.com. If you you know if you reach out to me there, and you know if you've got an open question or a thought. It's not it's not always about channeling people into programs. For me, it's about, you know, sparking ideas and opportunities. That's that's how I get my excitement. So, um, so yeah, Simon at the change dot com. Always okay. happy to chat. Simon at the change dot com. Great. And on conclusion, I'd like to thank our audience uh, for joining us today. Join me each week as I interview other thought leaders like Simon and other women who are going through the experience of finding fulfillment during and after uh, their age of six, that crossroads of 60. If you're interested in being interviewed, please contact me on social media and visit my website at patriciamuir.com. There's my name, patriciamuir.com. And to learn more about this amazing topic that is becoming more relevant in our lives, read Executive Encore blog weekly on my site and subscribe to my weekly newsletter so that you get a a nice newsletter every Sunday morning. Thank you.